I'd like to invite us to dive deeper into this second reading, this letter of St. Paul to the Christians in Corinth, one of the cities in Asia Minor of that time. I ran into Monsignor Jeffrey Steenson last night, that grandpa priest we all love. Isn't he a gift? And he gave me an insight that when you read the letters of Paul to the Corinthians and St. Clement of Rome, who wrote also to that same church, you find out something about this community. When Paul came to them, they were full of themselves. This was their problem, and St. Paul had to address it. They loved a clever speech, eloquent displays of wisdom. They also, you know, when someone's full of themselves, they can be very self-reliant, self-sufficient, and think they can pretty much do anything just by their own human efforts. Now we understand why St. Paul says to these Corinthian Christians, when I came among you, I decided to know nothing but Jesus Christ and Him crucified. He'll go on to say later, the cross of Christ is a stumbling block to Jews and absolute foolishness to Gentiles. But for those who are being saved, it is the wisdom and the power of God. Now we get an understanding of how Paul understands his Christian life and how you and I must understand ours. When we look at the cross, according to human standards, we see failure, we see weakness, we see foolishness. St. Paul will say in the same letter, Jesus was crucified in weakness, but he lived and, le and, and did live by the power of God. Let's just take a moment to stop there and think about what's happening here. When Jesus Christ took on our human nature, he took on our weakness. He became weak with us. But he lived, as St. Paul said, by God's power, which means that every day Jesus had to come before the Heavenly Father and ask for the Father's help. And the Father gave him help by the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is power, divine power. Remember when Jesus said to the apostles after the resurrection, wait 
here until you are clothed with power from on high. What you could not do before with your own human strength, you will be able to do by the power of God. St. Paul wanted these Corinthians to know that the man that he's become was not because he was so clever. It was not because he was so strong with human strength. In fact, notice what Paul does. He says, I came among you in weakness, in fear, and in trembling. This is what we are as human beings. And Paul was not afraid to humbly admit it. This is the reality of our human nature that we are so often trying to hide. We try to deny. We try to run from it or compensate by trying to think ourselves strong. And St. Paul says, we are not saved by our strength or by human wisdom. Your faith does not depend on how clever you are, how, how gifted you are intellectually, or how humanly strong you are. Your faith is based on the power of God. This is why you and I, like Jesus, like Paul, as we experience our human nature as weak, fearful, limited, all we can do is open that weakness to the Father, and He gives us power, the Holy Spirit, power from on high. The preaching of Paul was not him devising speeches. The miracles that the Corinthians were experiencing, the tongues, the gift of prophecy, their conversions did not depend on Paul's efforts. We cannot save ourselves. We cannot think ourselves into grace, into heaven. We are saved purely and only by the power of God. And this is why God wants to overcome the evil of the world to build his kingdom with an army of children, childlike hearts. God does not need self-sufficient, self-reliant adults. He can't do anything with them because they're living by their own power. God needs children who open their weakness and littleness to God and receive divine power. Do you know how powerful you are? 
the power that you and I have from God, the devil would like to prevent us from knowing it and even more to keep us from using it. You and I, oh my goodness, we are so powerful, not by ourselves, but in God. The moment you and I stop saying, Abba, Father, we're done. There's not a single thing we can do for salvation. But like Jesus, Abba, Father, and that power of God is so beautifully expressed in faith, hope, and love. We're going to receive Jesus Christ on this altar, his body and blood. I don't understand it. I don't know how God does it. And I may come up and I might feel nothing. How can I believe that that is truly the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ? By the power of faith. Because God has revealed it, and so it is. Amen. I may not understand it. I may not feel it. But I have the power of faith to believe it. Jesus was weak on the cross, but by the power of God, he stayed on that cross. By the power of God, he loved unto death. By the power of God, he forgave and loved his enemies. By the power of God, he rose from the dead. As a man, he was weak like us, but by the Holy Spirit, he was powerful the same power given to us. How many times do we feel in the trials and hardships of life the temptation to be discouraged and despair? What is going to give us the power to persevere to the end? The power of hope. The power of hope. Jesus, for the joy that set before him, he embraced the cross, despising its shame. You and I can carry our crosses, bear our sufferings, endure the trials because our hope is in heaven. The power of hope. And who of us? <laughs> Where are we going to find the love that is stronger than death. Where are we going to find the love that is willing to go unto death? Where can we find the love to love our enemies, to forgive when we do not feel like it? The love that is even willing to die for those unworthy. The power of love, God's love, given to you and I. We cannot save ourselves and think ourselves into grace or into heaven. All we can do is be who we are, weak, fearful, limited, fragile, and poor. 
But in our weakness, we cry out with Jesus, Abba, Father, and he sends down power from on high. Do you know how powerful you are? (laughs) Some days I forget. Let us do this, amen? Amen.